Welcome to the News Grubs podcast, a new and refreshing news format presented by the one and only Scotto, AP and The Fish. Hi everyone and welcome to News Grubs for this week, the podcast that if he was still alive today, Walter Cronkite would be listening to. I'm yeah. Scotto and joining me as usual are Fishy and AP. Hi guys, how are you? Hey Scotto, how are you? Life is grand. I've been to the um, Easter show today so I'm exhausted to be honest. Oh, wow. Oh. It was so exciting. Wood chopping, everything. Anyway, we're not here to talk about that because this week we're going to be looking at climate change on Neptune. Mm. Now, of course, there's no human uh, beings on Neptune, so isn't that interesting? And let's see if we can figure out why. Masturbation, strangely Sweet. enough, can be very bad for your health. Mm. Who would have thought? There's an obsession with sticking things into one's bottom. <laughs> and uh, we're going to cover a little story about that today because it's uh, potentially dangerous. Uh, and uh, in this particular occasion, Lord only knows what this dude was thinking. But first, and it's com- oh! And it's, it's common too, isn't it? Oh, Scott? it is very common, it would appear. But I'll tell you what, though, it's so exciting because we haven't had one for a little while. An Elon Musk story. Uh, <laughs> I was missing him, I've got to say. Uh, fishy. What is it this week? Yeah, well, that's interesting. I've been following it uh, since he uh, purchased 9% of the stock uh, about two weeks ago. And I was, it reminded me of the corporate raiders of the 1980s, right, primarily so- Australian corporate ra- raiders. Oh, they were busy, weren't they? Yeah, that where they would go and just make some ridiculous offer to buy shares in a company and uh, they end up controlling it all. Then, basically, if I could use the, the term, they rape the company dry of all its assets, and then just throw the shell away but, into the rubbish bin. Are you going? Are you saying he's going to end up on oxygen on a little <laughs> European island where you can't extradite him? I mean, I, I think that's where he's heading with it. Well, well, all I was saying was that's what popped into my head when I heard about the nine percent purchase of shares in Twitter. I thought, hmm, I wonder where this is going to go. And then not long after that was his 52-something or whatever it was, depending on what currency you're dealing with, billion-dollar offer to buy the company outright, making it first and final offer. Yeah. And um, I don't know whether it's been officially rejected yet, but there's been all sorts of machinations going on. And there's things like, (coughs) excuse me, the poison pill. Yes, they always put the poison pill in place. Can you you explain that? Because I'm I'm finding it difficult to understand. Basically, a poison pill is a mechanism that uh, companies have used as a result of all those share raiders back in the 80s, whereby they will um, create... A mechanism that will allow, in, and particularly in this case, all the shareholders to be able to acquire shares at a, a vastly significant discount to uh, what they would normally be worth, uh, in the hope that it will dilute, uh, in this case, Elon Musk's 9% uh, offering or, or, or um, shareholding uh, ownership. Uh, and so that that might then push it down, push it down, push it down, push it down. Um, but interestingly enough, the um, one of the largest shareholders uh, in it uh, is uh, Saudi Prince, um, who owns. Oh, I can't, actually, I can't remember how much it is, but he's going. Oh no, it's not worth. It's not worth uh, the money that he's offering. Um, it's worth much more. He's undervaluing it to the bejesus. But I'm just looking here, and it's a 54% premium over the January 28 closing price. And that's a lot. 
Wow. Like normally if you're going to do a, a, a you know, takeover bid, you, you might do it you know, 10, 15, 20%. Yes, yes. But a yes. 54% premium is big bucks. It's huge. But he's uh, he's not um, uh, very well, um, well, he's not been welcomed with open arms one No, he's say. not very, very well regarded because he's a bit mercurial and they can't trust him. They don't know what he's going to do next. And he's been also abusing the privileges that you get using a Twitter account by saying ridiculous things and that, that affected the share price in uh, uh, SpaceX and uh, the, the other company he's got that builds cars. Um, Tesla. Tesla. So uh, what, what concerns me, though, is that if I was a shareholder mm-hmm. right, of Twitter shares mm-hmm. and suddenly uh, someone's made a, a ridiculous offer like he's just made, yep. which is massively overbaked. Yep. I'd be annoyed that the the board would not accept the offer and and thereby deprive me from being enriched uh, from being able to then pass on my shares, well, sell they, my shares. Well, it's a very um, uh, fine line that they have to, if they the board does decide to reject the offer, they have to be very specific in why they do it, uh, lest if they do just go, oh, no, we're not going to do that because we don't like him very much, um, lawsuits would fly like there's no tomorrow. Uh, and all the board members would be sued to the bejesus. And yes. Most of them have only got, you know, bugger all um, uh, shareholding anyway in this day and age. Okay. Um, and his argument is he wants to take it private because if it's a private company, then you can actually say whatever you want. Well, that's um, right. I mean, you, yeah. you technically can now, but because it's become a bit yeah. woke and a bit wussy. Well, the thing you know, is, you can't be taken, taken over as, as a private company. Well, that's right, especially when uh, you own it and you've paid um, $47 yeah. billion dollars for it. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, it's 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 an interesting conundrum. But I see another um, uh, capital company has uh, upped their shareholding to, I think, 10 and a bit percent, about 10.2%, mm. um, which makes it slightly more difficult and they, they've said oh no we're not going to sell and um, traditionally if you uh, buy a company and you get to 90% of the uh, shareholding yes. you can then do um, compulsory acquisition of all the rest of the shares the balance of it just to tidy it up and clean it up so people don't have a choice then after that they don't that's right yeah so right. if these these other people have um, 10.3% I think it is at the moment anyway um, then they can um, hold out, and that then makes it difficult because he can't actually control the whole company. Yeah, you uh, see, so I think this is all very exciting. I mean, corporate America's been a bit boring in the last couple of years. Nothing much has really been uh, been happening. Uh, the Zuckerberg stuff's quite boring. Oh, yeah. I mean, the Google stuff's boring. boring. We need something like the corporate raiders of the 80s or, as we have now, uh, whatever Elon Musk is doing, and it's going to be interesting where it's going to go because today, and it's a dynamic story, it changes day to day. So obviously this hour podcast has a, a shelf life, but um, he's he, he's trying to get the public to help him to work out what he should do next. So he's got this uh, ability, if you want to call it an ability, of feeling the public out and getting opinions and then <clears throat> using those opinions, <clears throat> hopefully in a sensible way. Oh, so, I hope not. Which, so, I hope <laughs> well, not. That's, that'll make it more exciting if exactly. you use it in a sensible way. So watch this space because I think it's going to be interesting in the next few weeks. And, and I'm just seeing here that he has 80 million plus followers. 
So, yeah. um, you know, he's probably the most popular person on Twitter. Mm. Uh, mind you, for $47 billion, couldn't you just start your own Twitter? Yeah, I think that's already been debated where he's, he's it's like buying something that's already running and already made and all, all the bugs are out of it and they've got the experience, they've got the market position. So starting from scratch, and that comes back to what Donald Trump tried to do a few weeks ago with uh, his social media company. Oh, I forgot about that. It Where did it end up? It basically failed. Oh, and I it? think he's abandoned it. So oh. it, it just goes to prove one thing, you know. Nothing beats buying the thing that's ready. That's true. No fair call. I accept that. Good plan. Flip. Watch this space. Now, gentlemen, as you would be aware, climate change on Earth, big story, big issue. Always. All, I mean, end of the world. We've, we've only got about 25 minutes left before the world is stuffed for the eternity. Mm. And, and we know that in uh, on uh, Earth, it's as a result, entirely, completely, purely as a result of uh, anthropod... Anthrop- um, Ma- man-made. Man-made, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know why we have to use big words when simple I'll, I'll, I'll try not to use man-made too often. I appreciate that. I, I, I do appreciate that. Now, on the planet Neptune, which is the most distant planet in our solar system... That's right, because uh, Pluto's been relegated down to uh, uh, pleb, pr- oh, pleb status. It's or just a nothing it? now. It's just yeah. a rock, lump of rock. I don't know who decided that, but anyway, they did. Anyway, so... Distant planet Neptune. Guess what's happened up there? Um, well, I don't know. It's uh, uh, it's got gold. Okay, I'm going to give you a little hint. It's um, got something to do with the concept of climate change on Earth. Its climate is changing. Yes, it is. In <laughs> fact, it has uh, suffered. I think it'd be the word we'd have to use a dramatic warming trend at the planet South Pole. Jeez. So yes. how I, I apologise how I answered that with that high pitch then. Oh. It sounded like Ron Burgundy. It did. You know? This is Ron Burgundy? Yes, it is. Sorry. Um, really? So yes. the climate's changing. Yes, it's all over the place. Um, for the past 17 years, uh, ground-based observers, astronomers, that's uh, sort of type of, you know, pointy-head person, uh, they've been tracking a uh, surprising drop in the ice giant's global temperatures. And then it had a big switcheroo and a dramatic warming at the uh, planet wow. South Pole. Now, I can't believe that uh, whichever agencies are involved are spending money mm-hmm. monitoring the temperature of a planet that is, if for all intents and purposes, the furthest planet in our solar system. That's my that's my point. I. I can't see the point in the whole thing. You got, uh, I've just looked it up. Now you've got uh, distance from the sun. Mercury's the closest, then Venus, then Earth, then Mars, then the asteroid belt. Not sure why that counts. The Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and then you know, screw Pluto. And then it's, why? What, what does it mean? Yeah. I don't think it has any relative meaning uh, because anything that happens with the sun, we're going to know about it before the Neptunians. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Unless, I, unless this, boys, right. unless boys, they knew about this pattern of erratic uh, weather patterns mm-hmm. on Neptune. 
and the scientists have kept it from us for decades because it would affect the whole idea of climate change. When I want to say affect, it would change the thinking of climate change on Earth. So you're a climate change denier? No, I'm not. Oh, okay, fair I, enough. I, look, I, I know for a fact that uh, scientists spin the science in many different ways to get many different outcomes. So they're as malleable as anyone else is. That's right, and they so need the money for the say, research grant. Yeah, and when people say, oh, yeah, but the science is, is always black and white. No, it's not. Never it's has what, been. It's what they say it is. Exactly, and then it changes after, because it used to be global warming and now it's climate change. Now, if I'm not, if I'm wrong, right, yes, yes. If, oh, oh, tell me this, there's no person living on Neptune as far as I'm aware, right? Um, well, I'm going to say probably not, but we don't know that 100%. Well, if if there is, we're not talking millions of people living there. Could be. We don't know. Never been there. We've got strong telescopes. We were able, in fact, we've had probes go past. I think a probe went and landed on there not that long ago, but at least there's been probes that have flown directly past it on its way out of the of the solar system so we could tell if we could look if we could tell that there's climate change we could we could tell that you know some pleb down there is using his barbecue no i think what it is is it's a case of everyone because it's such a cold planet because it is as ap quite rightly points out so far away from the sun that uh it's all you know snow and ice and all that sort of stuff and everyone's wearing white Outfits and you can't see it. The average temperature is minus 220 Celsius, for you. so anyone that's there is wearing a few pairs of socks and probably looks a bit like the Michelin. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say so. I, I think this finding, however old it is, has put or uh, created a large question mark over the whole idea of climate change on Earth. And that's why we're looking at it clearly. Now, what did you say the temperature was there, um, AP? Uh, the average is minus 220 degrees Celsius. Right, so... When they say uh, a dramatic warming event, um, <laughs> it's, I'm slightly it's, dubious about that because uh, uh, the dramatic warming event occurred at Neptune's South Pole between 2018 and 2020 and temperatures rose by 11 degrees centigrade. Like, how could you that, even pick that up? But that, that, could be, that, that could be dramatic. Out of 200 and... Out of 220, I don't think. I'm not, I'm not convinced I think I'd, I'd call it marginal at best. <laughs> I'd call it, you know, barely even a blip on the radar. Probably somebody just needed to clean the lens of their telescope because uh, they've been having a gasper and they've got a bit dirty and it just registered incorrectly to me. That's what it sounds like. Right. So, so you're questioning the science. I am. Quite, I always question science. Well, the, the article, you know, sort of talks about it like it's some sort of heat wave. Yeah, I mean, it dropped by eight degrees between 2003 and 2018. So eight degrees. That's well, one and a half degrees uh, 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 represents predictions uh, for the Earth in the next coming years. Oh, no, we're up to two or three now. We're buggered. Oh, are we? Yeah, right. no, I was reading How about do they calculate that? Oh, well, because um, they're experts, they're pointy heads, they're scientists, fishing yeah, scientists. The, uh, the worry warts and the tree huggers and everything like that said that 1.5 degree rise in the Earth's temperature would mean the melting of the polar ice caps and we'd all be underwater. I noticed that hasn't happened. I haven't uh, seen the um, water lapping at my um, back door or up um, they, they, they were hoping, yet. They were hoping we'd forget that. They well, do tend to like to forget things. They had to they? change the name of it. They, it's not, it, it, they couldn't call it global warming anymore because 
the globe cooled by point point oh seven yeah. of a degree or whatever. They can so they decided to call it climate change because the their, their whole argument got flushed right around the S bend. So they changed the whole name of it. Interestingly enough, in this uh, story here, they are suggesting that possibly, even though they don't know it, could have something to do with some kind of solar flares, solar activity. Um, and isn't it interesting that, um, that that has an effect on Neptune, the farthest distant planet in our solar system, but has no relevance whatsoever to climate change on this planet? Yeah, that's what I don't get. I mean, they, look, they, they always, and I'll, I'll use the Australian vernacular, mm-hmm. they always pull these things out of their ass. Yes. Right? Because they know that it takes another scientist to come up with an opposing theory. Mm-hmm. And they're all mates. They're all on the research grant treadmill, aren't they? They are. They're all looking to get a new Tesla. Oh, no, I don't think they're after Teslas. I think Audi R8s. Audi R8s, um, Lamborghinis, yes. AMG Benzes, that sort of thing. I think so. I've seen so many of them. They all seem to fly around, uh, drive around in those sort of uh, cars. Um, Neptune and is 30 to, times... And they oh, seem to wear expensive watches. Oh, those. always got expensive watches. Do you know it's the only planet in our solar system that isn't visible to the naked eye? And so far, only NASA's Voyager 2 spacecraft has flown by Neptune up close, and that occurred in 1989. So when you were saying about that before, it could well be that we don't know what people are doing on there, and maybe their barbecues are are going 14 to the dozen, causing all sorts of problems. I don't know. Hard to say. Anyway. We're too... Too far, too far to, to be concerned, I and, think. Yeah, and let's not worry about it. In the Why don't we worry about what's happening a bit closer to home? Like, you know, let's check out Mars, uh, help Elon to get on to uh, Mars and populate the bejesus of that and uh, red planet, uh, green planet, blue planet. I've seen the books. I've read the books. You know, that's how and there's a big work. problem, though, oh. creating an atmosphere. Um, it's going to take hundreds of years, apparently. No, once you've um, hit that um, button with the thing and all those big probes go into the ice underneath the um <laughs> the create atmosphere button yeah the create atmosphere button i've seen it on uh, total recall total recall thank you <laughs> okay right. so it must be true uh, <laughs> keep your eye on this space boys and girls now a man was left in intensive care after suffering a rare injury from yes Flogging. No. Yep. Oh, my God. Yep. Uh, beating the... Uh, I'm listening to this very carefully. The corned beef sandwich, whatever it's called. The meat and two veg. Yep. The 20-year-old uh, patient, he presented himself in the emergency department complaining of chest pains and shortness of breath. Well, oh. that happens to everyone. Yeah, I've got that all the time. Now, on arrival, he uh, told medics that he had been uh, lying in bed... Flogging. That's the first thing he told them. Yeah. So he he confessed to it, which is just amazing. Oh, he's Swiss. That's that's why. Yeah. Most most people would uh, invent an elaborate story, wouldn't they? Yeah, that's that's true. What what happened? Oh, I don't know. I was just walking down the street. All of a sudden, all these things happened to me. Oh, my dog gave me a lick on the face. (laughs) Girlfriend was, you know. Playing with the pole or something, I don't know. Yeah, some elaborate story yeah, like that. Yeah, slightly more was, elaborate. I was flying an aeroplane. Yeah, yeah. And this happened to me. And then all of a sudden, whooshka. But no, yeah. 
Here's our little yep. Swiss 20-year-old mate. I oh, see, 20-year-old Swiss people, they just can't, oh, you know, yeah, they can't help themselves. No, no, no. Now, after being examined by the doctors, they found that uh, the Swiss patient had a swollen face. Woo. <laughs> From flogging. Eventually. Hey, from having a flog. Apparently, yeah. It's going to knock it's one like off tonight. A, then, actually, I've got a couple of friends who have swollen faces. I might ask them some, some strategic questions. I was thinking, AP is looking a bit sort of puffy around the cheeks at the moment. And, and apparently, I'm after after a, uh, what was that? I'm not going anywhere near mine. <laughs> not now. <laughs> uh, eventually, the medics discovered that. Uh, he had suffered a lung injury. Now, how would you suffer a lung injury? Well, because the knee bone's connected to the thigh bone and the thigh bone's connected to the something other, other else and it's all connected to your spuds and your pole yeah. and your lungs. Scott, uh, you know, if we're talking sheer effort... Right. You know, like Robert De Costello or that famous footage of that, uh, you know, uh, moron trying to finish the marathon, you know, falling over and getting up and all that sort of stuff. And that's the supreme effort. You know, finishing a superhuman activity and and stressing yourself beyond belief. Oh, that was me on the um, stress the test ultimate. and the heart surgery, uh, the heart, um, you were a cardiologist the other day. Yeah, for the ultimate, uh, you know, achievement. And I would not class having a flog as one of those things. I wouldn't think so. Spontaneous numendo SPM, I think we'll just call it. Yeah, so I don't... Yes, diagnosed with spontaneous... Pneumomedia, yeah, whatever he SPM. said. SPM. SPM, I think we'll use. Say with SPM. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with you, AP. I just, I, I, I'm surprised. Uh, apparently, it's a condition where lung leaks from the, uh, sorry, air leaks from the lung and becomes yeah. lodged in the rib cage. Now, how does the air leak out of the bloody lung? What sort of a bad design is that? Well, who knows? Anyway, x-rays did show the uh, trapped air in the space between the chest and the lung sacs. I'm looking at it as we speak. I'm looking yes, at the I'm, very photo. It's pretty ugly. I've got the x-ray too. And, and now the patient's history of a, there's the patient's history of asthma denied, denied smoking or drug use. Yeah, of course. Uh, he's happy to acknowledge that he was a flogger, but he, no, no, I wouldn't take any drugs or smoke, no. No. Uh, and medics said the condition usually happens to men, do you think? Oh, well, that's a good start. <laughs> With an average age of 23 years old. Oh, that's made me feel better. Are yeah. you saying that a female couldn't... Flog to know, the, um, that level? Tickle, tickle a little peanut and, and uh, to a point where there's, uh, you know, they, they, they have all these symptoms and then air leaks into their lung space, their chestal cavity is... I, 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 think, I think that need to be more... Greater level of kinetic energy, well, to, to match the 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 male. Uh, you think it's the pumping action that has something to do with it, or yeah, probably? Oh, yeah. yeah, but I mean, it, women are going to take much longer to do this. You know, it's probably knocked this off in about twelve seconds, <laughs> twenty five at most. Um, not as if he's sitting there for three hours like a woman does or can. How embarrassing, though, Scott and and, and AP. When all the relatives come and visit with flowers and chocolates and oh, whatnot, yeah. mm. and they say, "What happened?" I was having a flog. <laughs> you think he'd fess up to the to the family? Oh. He seemed pretty honest going by the article. He sort of, you know, if he's, he's going to go in there and fess up, yeah. uh, as we said, you know, and not just say, oh, "I was walking down the street, right," and all of a sudden this just happened. Is and, that your best I, Swiss accent? Is yeah, that's <laughs> I, I, my default accent. Uh, is Cockney. Um, <laughs> Especially when they've so they just moved to Switzerland, you see. I don't do Swiss. No. Uh, but, yeah, so he's, he's, he's there and he's, you know, I think he's pretty honest about it. So uh, when his relos came in. Yeah, I uh, think so. They'd probably go, um, you know. You'd, <gasps> what happened? Yeah, what's, uh, what's the, 
what sort of technique were you using? Like, you know, they're probably a very matter-of-fact family. They probably talk about everything. I'm going to yeah, say probably. I'd agree with that. And, and would it not and, make more sense? Sorry to interrupt you there, but wouldn't yeah, it make yeah. sense to actually discuss it so that uh, the rest of the family, um, because it's, although it's rare, it may or may not be a hereditary uh, condition. Yes. Um, but wouldn't it make sense for him to describe what and how he was, in fact, doing it at the time so that the rest of the family would know not to do it in that precise manner so they didn't exactly. uh, suffer SPM? Or to uh, I wish find out which it. to find out which relative to blame down the track. Or imagine, that's the other option. Imagine some of the families where you know the the fathers are you know an insufferable comedian, and uh, <laughs> he's, you know he comes in and goes, "Well, what happened, son? Oh well, I was uh, you know having a flog," and he goes, "Well, you know what were the symptoms? Um, you know, smoke, foreskin smoke." <laughs> uh, you know, did you did you lube up you, enough? Did you have enough Crisco? Yeah, third degree burns, uh, localized swelling. Was it, you know, case of oh my goodness, the chips? Because the uh, Crisco caught fire. The comedic father would say, uh, "Yeah, I came home the other night, and uh, my son uh, was uh, swog- uh, flogging like a Swiss watch. Indeed, he was trying. He was he was flogging it like an Indian trying to start a fire without matches. <laughs> and uh, you know, but you know, if you." you the last thing you'd think about would be doing lung damage. I, I, I agree with that. It never has occurred to me. That's pretty severe. I suspect there must be a bit more to it, to be honest. I think we should research um, SPM a bit more. Um, not right now, of course, because the listener doesn't care and we don't really. Don't worry, I've already bookmarked all these articles. Oh, good, because I just think it's important that um, that on another show uh, that we do, perhaps we should have a discussion about this and perhaps get some, uh, some advice on... Um, what to do in the event that um, yeah. you are laying there having a bit of a um, a bit of a tickle, yes. um, uh, and if you get the symptoms, and just for your benefit, uh, listener, the symptoms are um, shortness of breath, uh, chest and neck pain, uh, some vomiting, can also include difficulty swallowing and a hoarse voice. So if you are concerned about that, you should speak to your GP. Um, I like to clear that. up one 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 of the symptoms, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. Um, is the hoarse voice like me no, or is it something else? It's ah, because you're um, in, in shortness of breath. I would have I thought shortness of breath was fairly um, common in the whole flogging concept, really. When you, when you look up uh, a lot of conditions, shortness of breath is bound to be in there. Oh, it's always there, isn't it? I mean, I've just got shortness of breath now and I'm just sitting here. <laughs> and I'm not I'm a bit of difficulty swallowing too, for that matter. With pain put your in the chest and the put, neck. Put your, hands where I, put your hands where I can see them. <laughs> <laughs> They're right there. Now, Fishy, Scotto, recently we covered the story uh, about a, someone getting a glass. I think it was like a shot glass or a whiskey glass. I think it was a tumbler. A tumbler, jammed, I think, yeah. Jammed up, uh, let's say, where the sun doesn't shine. You wrecked them. Uranus? Yeah, us. Yeah. It's pretty dark but over in Uranus. Yep, yep, uh, it is. Anyway. It's next to Pluto. I've, I've got Just an update for Neptune. you. Well, yes. Not exactly update. I can develop on that story for you. Uh, a man has now managed to get a piece of gymnasium equipment. What, a Pilates machine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was... When I first one, of those, that, one of those one of those uh, step machines? One of those multi-station gyms you can get for home. I mean... They're big. They are know. big. And you I can to, see how that could happen. 
a Nautilus machine. Uh, something like that. Around it like yeah. a blanket. Um, anyway, a 54-year-old uh, man was admitted to hospital after he suffered from abdominal pains. Now, we also did a story about a lady who was holding her farts in. Mm-hmm. True. Good looking. She, do, you know, and she, she said, don't do it. You know, she, and she had abdominal pain. So I thought, oh, well, maybe he's just holding his farts in. But no. He did a bit of damage, internal da- damage, I believe. That's right. Doctors in Brazil were shocked after they discovered this 54-year-old man had a two-kilogram dumbbell stuck in his rectum. That's a pretty big um, item, isn't it? Well, it's two kilos. I mean, it's a, it's sort of a handle. It's got sort of knobs at each end, if you've excused the pun. There's a photo of it. Yeah, there There's it is. There's a photo of it there. Yeah. Stainless um, steel. And before attempting the hospital, the man had tried to remove the weight himself. <laughs> well, he put it in there, so I suppose he figured well, he might you'd try give it a go, it. wouldn't you? Yeah. He waited for two days before seeking medical help. But after having a rectal, what did he do for those two days? I mean... I oh. imagine uh, you know, jogging would be out. Uh, I imagine. Uh, oh no, no, he he would have done. Um, he not rope. jogging, but when you jump up, like star. What do they call those star jumps? Yeah, star jump. You do star jumps in, to try and uh, help get it out using gravity. Do you remember burpees from school? Yes, you? yes. Imagine doing burpees with a dumbbell stuck up your ass. It's. Um, weird. He waited for two days before seeking medical help, but after having a rectal examination. Uh, doctors were unable to find what had been causing the problem. What did you miss it? No, no, no. Well, they were looking. They were looking around. You know, oh. they'd feel your stomach and things like that. Medics ordered x-rays and found the piece of gym equipment, which was 20 centimetres long. So let's just get that straight. That's two-thirds of a school ruler. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's a standard reference for me. Okay, fair enough. I'm happy and with that. It was lodged where the colon meets the rectum. So no. he wasn't mucking around. He's put it in there and he's... Put it right in there. Can I just, um, if I may, uh, mention a bit of a difference between um, people. Now, this story is from Brazil. Now, clearly, your Brazilians aren't as honest as your Swiss people. Because in the previous story, we had the 20-year-old Swiss chappie who, uh, first thing he said when he got to the hospital was, I was was having a flog. Yeah. This bloke uh, hasn't mentioned to anyone in hospital. Now, uh, admittedly, he's 54, so he's probably going to be a little bit more shy about it, but you, you're going to think they're going to notice it somewhere, uh, that um, he, uh, he'd put a dumbbell up his bum. Uh, That's it. And so you would have thought yeah. that he would have mentioned that. I thought, because reading the story, I thought the, the, the story was silent on the issue of what he told doctors. Well, this is my point. So just because the article is silent on the issue, it doesn't mean that... He's lied about it because if he's lied about it, it, we don't know what the alternative story is. No, I'm not saying I'm not suggesting he lied about it. I'm just suggesting that he didn't mention to uh, the uh, treating doctors early on in the piece. And it says, after having a rectal, 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 a bum examination, getting his bum done, doctors are unable to find the problem, so the medics ordered the X-rays. So we we should interpret it as he forgot to mention it. He's complained about pain and he left it at that. Yes. He hasn't offered the information. Correct. That's what I'm he suggesting. Said, you know, the surgeon afterwards has probably said, do you think that might have had something to do with it? Yes. And he'd be like, oh, yeah, it never crossed my mind. No, nah, never dawned on me. I always put two kilogram dumbbells up my ass. Yeah. Never was a problem before. Uh, surgeons were unable to use tweezers. 
I'm not surprised. Tweezers stink. What kind of fucking idiots are the surgeons? You wouldn't use Um, tweezers. You'd use forceps. Well, well, you look at the picture. They're pretty big tweezer forcep kinds of things. Well, here comes the clincher. If you yes, I'm very disturbed by this next bit. Yes. They were unable to use tweezers, so they performed a manual extraction in inverted commas involving a doctor using his forearm. Oh, forearm. My really? God. So he's fisted the guy. Yes, I was about to say that. To get the, uh, the object out. Uh, and um, the, um, the idea is, uh, you know, the idea is pretty daunting, isn't it? That he's, he's not, not just had a little bit of a rummage around with, I don't know, some a mirror and some surgical tools a little finger He's or something actually gone in there and fetched it and, and, and exactly and Can you find anything else like mobile phones car keys well it's hard to that say. Doesn't say doesn't say but interestingly enough uh, retained rectal objects represent a rare complaint in an emergency room or in the yes. emergency room I, I i find that a bit hard to believe because we've covered a couple over the years of various things and interestingly enough it affects mainly males between the ages of 20 and 40 with most objects of a sexual nature. But the examiner must be aware of objects of an unusual nature, the expert said. I'm not quite sure uh, where he's going with that. Like most objects of a sexual nature, what's what's an unusual nature? I don't know, something something a bit out there like a Christmas tree? I don't know. The barbell, uh, I I guess it would be fair to say, has a uh, a degree of uh, phallic. Uh, okay. Oh, it absolutely! Does. Yeah, the, no. The, the two ends of uh, very phallic. Yeah, you could imagine it being more of a uh, potential uh, sexual shape, uh, perhaps for a female. Uh, but see, I, I, I don't know about you guys. I've I've never sort of been sitting in the lounge room watching the cricket or whatever, mm-hmm. and suddenly thinking, hmm, I might go and stick my umbrella up my ass. Oh, see, that's just because you're not a, an, an interesting and, you know, um, curious person, you see. If you're a, a regular curious young chappy, you'd think yeah. that. Yeah. Well, what, you, about, what, what about, about you? Did you? What about trying to open it once it's in there? Oh, well, that's <laughs> a whole different issue. Yeah. yeah. A whole different issue. But, uh, I, you know, I, I'm going to um, give people two words of advice uh, if they're thinking of doing this kind of a thing, if that's all right with you guys. Sure. Um, tool shed. <laughs> it's a sex shop in Sydney where you can buy appropriately contoured devices ah. for this very kind of uh, activity. I mean, obviously. And, and, and no doubt made of safe materials. Oh, absolutely. Safe materials. And, uh, and you, know, you can get instructions and watch videos oh. as well. Scott, well, I, yes. Uh, if, do they make them in a variety of different... So it's shaped like a butt plug. It's properly, you know, well, properly it may or may not be a butt plug. Price. Do they make them in different weights so you can work out with them as well? Well, yeah. Well, well, no, because it's not a. Um, that's not a, 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 a. That's a. That's a whole different issue. That's a different spot where you can place things. Well, for well, weight this guy's lifting. taken a. This guy's taken a gym barbell and uh, screwed himself with it. Uh, you know, I just thought maybe the tool shed would be proactive and make it the other way around, so you could, you know, you could use it and then do some do some weight lifting on a variety of other methods and uh, positions and places. Quite true, but that's my advice. I mean, you know, I, I understand that people want to experiment, and and sometimes, you know, you might be doing it in preparation for some future event. Maybe your girlfriend's coming over with one of those big strap-on um, kind of things that she wants to use you on you in the, um, <coughs> pardon me, in the. Um, uh, what's his name? Our friend who does um, that song, 
Cliff Richard, in the Cliff Richard style. Oh, devil woman. Devil woman, you know. She's going to get you from behind, so you're trying to make uh, everything a bit easier for it and so on and so forth. But rather than just use um, uh, gym equipment or, um, I don't know, police batons or hairbrushes or um, umbrellas, in uh, as in Fishy's case, um, you know, go along and, and even if you have – do it online and have it delivered in a brown plain packaging yeah. kind of a thing. You know, use a professional bit of equipment, boys and girls. Don't, or or – Use the proper or, things. Or if you really want to play it safe, do what Jer- Jeremy Clarkson did. Uh, uh, that's before he left Top Gear, and that is uh, get a tube of toothpaste and put it on your genitals. That'll oh. work every time. That'll sort it right out. Well, I've got to say, the world isn't getting any better, is it? I don't know. Anyway, tell you what, though, join us next time when we'll burrow deep into the rich tas tapestry of life around the globe or across it if you're a flat earther uh, and of course remember to subscribe to the news grub so you can keep right up to date with all the fascinating insight that is humanity as we on the news grubs discover it uh, we'll see you all again next week say goodbye boys goodbye mate see you see you all uh, next time everyone bye-bye Thanks for listening to the News Grubs. We'll be back next week.